Welcome to Ready, Set, Sold with your host, Brian Vogt. Are you wanting or even thinking about selling your house but don't know where to start? Good thing you've found Ready, Set, Sold. And now, real estate broker, Brian Vogt. Welcome to Ready, Set, Sold. I am your host, Brian Vogt. How are you doing? Happy Saturday. Thanks for joining us today. Hope you're having a fantastic weekend. I know I am mainly, quite frankly, it's business-related. The spring market has sprung. And yes, I know spring doesn't happen until about three or four weeks down the road. But the market has been amazing. If you're even considering, even thinking about selling your home, if you have friends that are just mentioned it to you, family members, neighbors, whoever, This is the time to get your house in the market now. We have not seen this type of market in years. In particular, the Metro East area. I'm talking about O'Fallon, Shiloh, Swansea, Edwardsville, Columbia, Sky Force Base area, Mascuda. I mean, the list goes on and on. We just haven't seen this in many sellers that even if you tried to put your house on the market last year, Maybe you just went off the market in November or December. You've heard me talk on the show many times before. Three months can make a big difference. Sometimes two months is 50-50. Things can change in one month. Well, right now we're in a situation where we have that two-month or that three-month window that things have dramatically changed. So, again, if you're considering even thinking about selling, give us a call. You know, hopefully your agent has already talked to you about this, has got, given up the good news. Uh, if they haven't, well, then again, maybe they're not aware of what's going on in the market, and that may not be the agent that you want to use. So you can always contact us at Brian, com anytime, and we'll get back with you and get you going and getting your house on the market. With that said, let me – Dive into our expert today, and our expert has 40 years plus of experience. He started when he was three. He was a child prodigy in insurance. Right, Joe? Right, right, absolutely. (laughs) I'm speaking, of course, with Joe Harnest, who's the president of Harnest Insurance Company, and he's here to talk about something else that's going on in the springtime, and that is simply is the weather we have in our area can be just crazy. I mean, and, and and Joe, that has an effect on insurance, selling of homes. Tell us more. Yeah, Brian, it's always a fun time of year for, for insurance agents is, is in the spring because we always look forward to the, you know, the storms and the wind and the hail and those type of things. But uh, just kind of a preparedness uh, issue. You know, we, we like to talk to people about you know, with the heavy rains that we've had lately, you know, make sure your your gutters and your downspouts are cleaned out. And you want to keep that water away from your foundation so that you don't have problems in your basement or your crawl space. Um, check your sump pumps. Make sure they're operating properly. Make sure all the connections are, are, are good on the pipes leading out. Uh, we, we actually had, uh, with the recent rains, we actually had uh, two uh, issues with uh, different clients on backups, one where the the pipe leading outside actually separated and the sump pump was pumping the water back into the basement. So that was pretty exciting (laughs) for them. But, uh, yeah, 
and 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 luckily and, and and actually you know not luckily it's it's something we always recommend is is adding sewer backup coverage onto a homeowner's policy uh it doesn't come with that when you buy just a basic policy it has to be put on there by endorsement and you can buy different levels of of coverage you know 5000 10000 15 20 you know on up depending on what your needs are whether whether you have a finished basement or you don't have a finished basement you know uh, you may need to just have enough coverage on there to cover your furnace and your water heater cuz you got to figure you know if your furnace and your water heater is in your basement and you have a sewer backup and it gets deep enough to get into the furnace and water heater well they're shot so you you're going to have to replace them so you're going to need that coverage so even though you say, well, I don't have a finished basement, why do I need sewer backup? If it backs up, it'll drain out, or I'll just pump it out, and it'll be fine. Well, you've still got stuff down there that can get damaged, and if you're storing things down there, you know, the personal property can get damaged as well. So, um, And it's just not a good thing. I mean, uh, we just to kind of break in there, uh, speaking with mm-hmm. Joe Harness, president of Harness Insurance, and, and you brought up a couple of points that maybe we want to go back to that I think are important. Number one, even if it's unfinished, and we've known of a situation where a seller put their house on the market, doesn't happen every day, but that situation came up to play. And quite frankly, I don't think people, hopefully they, they did not experience it, but the smell that comes out of there is not a good thing. So you Absolutely. mentioned unfinished basements. I think that's, that's important. Whether or not you have your storage areas wherever they're at, uh, I think that's important. So that's a great point on your part because it's not, and Joe, you know this better than I, I mean, those are not fun things. This is actually sewage coming back to you. Right, right. Yeah, it's it's backing up out of the, out of the sewer line that's in your basement or, you know, usually the, the sump pump, if that overflows, that's fresh water because that's just pumping groundwater out so it doesn't seep into your basement. But if you actually have a physical backup through the sewer system, yeah, that is raw sewage. And, and either way, water, water, water is a bad thing on houses. Um, you know, you get the mold and the mildew and, and all that that can develop within a day or two, depending on the temperature and everything else. So, and, and that's something we do. We work very closely with uh, restoration companies, and, and we get them on the on the site as quickly as possible to try to remediate you know that mold and everything and get the the dehumidifiers going and the blowers and, and get everything dried out, pull the carpet back, rip out the padding. You know, there's there's all kinds of things that they do. But you got to get on on that quickly. Otherwise, you're going to have more issues than you really want to deal with. So, I think the, the point, too, is, 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 and just to follow up on that, Joe, is that, you know, luckily we've not had it happen, but I've heard stories in the past, doesn't happen often, but it does happen, where people have listed their home and and that problem did happen. And so now they don't have that type of coverage and they have a finished basement. And now we're talking buku monies and that can create real problems. So so I think that's that needs to be pointed out. And I think the oh, other absolutely. part that I like to kind of follow up on, if I could, is we get this question all the time when we're listing a house. And on the Illinois Real Property Disclosure, Residential Property Disclosure, it has on there, are you in a flood plane? Okay. So maybe talk to our listeners, what exactly is a flood plane or, or what have you? How do they know? We usually have a pretty good idea, but give us your expert opinion on, on how 
do sellers know if they basically have flood insurance or not? Normally, if they're going to have a mortgage, the mortgage company is is going to demand the flood insurance coverage on there. Uh, if you know if you're in a hazard zone, uh, flood hazard zone, they're most likely going to require that you have flood coverage. You can you can buy flood coverage uh, no matter where you live. Uh, they have a there's a preferred program and it's it's reasonably inexpensive because you have to realize that just because you don't live by a river or near a lake or anything that there's going to be an issue with flood because uh, flood can be from water from any source. It doesn't have to come from a lake or a creek. It could be all the storm drains in the street are all clogged up with leaves and we have a torrential downpour. I think they had 10 inches somewhere in the country the other day, you know, 10 inches of rain. And if, if, all the storm drains are plugged up from debris and that water builds up and starts flooding and starts pouring through your basement windows and things that could possibly be a flood issue. Um, even though you don't live in a hazard zone. So that's an excellent point. I, I, so, so I guess my question would be is, um, people, people have to take another, there's another policy or something. So, so if it's not, something that they're paying uh, uh, separately, that's how they would know for sure that they do or don't have uh, the flood insurance? Right, right. Yeah, the flood insurance is actually written through the National Flood Insurance Program, and it it is written as a separate policy from your homeowners. You cannot add flood coverage on your homeowner's policy as an endorsement uh, per se. It's it's written on on a separate policy, so... Awesome, awesome. Hey, we're running out of time for this segment. I've been talking with Joe Harness, the president of Harness Insurance, 40 years of experience, not only a good friend, but just a great agent that knows his stuff. We're going to be coming back and talking more with Joe about insurance and how that affects not only the home sale or the home buyers. While we have a little bit more time, I just wanted to let you know that the book that I wrote, Ready, Set, Sold, 12 Proven Steps to Get Your Home Sold for Top Dollar and Fast Sale is available if you go to readysetsold.org, not.com, readysetsold.org, not.com, pick up the book. Again, this spring market is going to be, well, it already is amazing, but it's going to get even better. So if you need that information, which many people do, they, they love it. It's worked out for so many people. Go to readysetsold.org, not.com, pick up the book right now. We'll be back in a few. Welcome back to Ready, Set, So. I'm your host, Brian Vogt, and I'm so happy today to have a leading expert, Joe Harness, president of Harness Insurance, with, with 40 years plus of experience when it comes to covering homes and small business cars and a variety of other things. And Joe, one of the things that we kind of left off on, but during the break we you talked about, there's a few things you wanted to add on about being prepared as far as the house and what coverages you may or may not need to have. Yeah, Brian, um, I just want to kind of follow up on the, on the sump pump issue with the basements and the water in the basements. Just one thing I wanted to point out, and, and it's an issue that unfortunately um, there is no coverage for. And with all the rain that we've had and everything else, and, and we've had this, it doesn't happen often, but 
there's a thing called hydrostatic pressure, um, and basically that's that's the pressure of the water in the ground around your house. And when we have real heavy rains like this, that pressure increases, and it actually can force the water through the cracks of the walls or through the joints where the floor of the basement meets the foundation wall and, and force water through there. That is not a covered peril under a homeowner's policy, and I just wanted to point that out as a difference between that and water backup or sump pump failure. So um, just, okay. to, just to be clear on things. The other thing, too, is as far as preparedness, you know, we're, we're getting into the spring and people are going to start getting out their, their furniture for their deck and their patio, and and maybe they've got a trampoline in the backyard, uh, which yeah, the coverage there is kind of questionable on certain things. But the big thing is with the winds, make sure that stuff is tied down, or if you know a storm's coming, put it in the garage. You know, get you know, anything that's lightweight that can fly through the air, try to tie it down or, or remediate that issue. You know, if you've got a neighbor next door that has a trampoline, maybe have a general conversation with them. Say, do you have that tied down? You know, is it anchored to the ground or, or is it just sitting there? You know, because we've had issues where, you know, we've had a trampoline fly from three doors down and smash through a whole wall of windows on somebody else's house because they, when it, when you get a wind, they fly pretty easy. Um, but it's just thinking about those things and, and trying to remediate them is, is what we try to talk to people about. And I think, again, you know, we talk about selling your house and you just don't know some, some things that happen. And a situation like that that we described, if you're selling your house, that, that is exactly the last possible thing that you could possibly want. I mean, having your glasses broken, then that's going to stop the showings. Uh, traditionally, that's going to take some time to get repaired. You know, all these things are coming into play. And just by what I'm hearing you say is doing just a little bit of prep work in advance, just a little bit of information that you're giving can can make – yeah, you know, it's one of those situations where it, it never happens until it does. Right, right. And when it does, you know, it, it, you know that's why having information, the, the right information that you're providing us right now, also you know, toy, uh, tied into with the uh, home selling process, is is a great thing. Yeah. Any other things you mentioned about hail during the break? Yeah. Um, just. Uh, the hail situation on roofs, um, you know, and, and talking about it in real estate uh, reference too, you know, you, you want to make sure you, you have your roof looked at or, or if you're buying a house, and, and normally with inspections, they're going to look at the roof and everything. Because a lot of times people, you know, have hail damage and they don't realize it um, on their roof. So you have to, you know, if we have some kind of hail, you know, they're, they're very small Pea-sized hail usually doesn't have an effect on a roof, but you know any, anything larger could very well be damaging a roof. You know, uh, it can damage gutters, siding, windows. Um, you know, a, a number of different things. So, um, just to just to take a look at it and, and make sure your roof's in good condition, and then uh, that and, and selling the house too. You want to make sure all your utility areas are, are up to date. Your your HVAC your electric, your plumbing, you know, make sure those things are all, you know, updated. Because uh, the companies, the insurance companies, 
that's the questions we have to ask is how old is your plumbing? How old is your furnace and your air conditioner? You know, when was the last time you had a new roof put on? So those things could affect you being able to get insurance on that house depending on how old those things are, you know, uh, when you buy it. Gotcha, gotcha. So it's just having some general ideas. Uh, it's basically what you're really saying is is uh, a call to your insurance agent is not a bad thing when you're getting ready at any time, number one, at any time during this, t- this time of year, but especially if you're selling your house, is that hopefully you have someone like yourself, Joe, that, that it has the knowledge and has the information that when those questions occur can get answered. And information is, is really the key of, of having success in anything. Uh, so a little bit of planning goes a long way, not only in staging your house, but, but in just knowing situations that aren't likely to happen. But, boy, it's great to know that if you did one little thing, that maybe that would change the course in case something did happen. And, and that's important. I'm speaking with Joe Harness, president of Harness Insurance Company, 40 years plus of experience. And Joe, uh, other things that may pop up because you know you, you mentioned about the roof, and you talk about hailing uh, the hail. I think to kind of maybe carry on with that a little bit more. We have had situations where damage was done, but no leakage, and I think that's where sellers run into problems with. Since nothing happened, they didn't see any water drain, they didn't see anything happening, that they think that the roof is fine, uh, that's not true, correct? Right. Yeah, you can you can have hail damage to shingles and, and not have any leaks in, in the roof. That's that's for sure. You know, there's there's a definite uh, science to it. I mean, we've we've actually uh, had companies send out engineers to look at roofs to determine whether there actually was hail damage or not. Um, you know, depending on the size of the roof and the age of the roof and everything else. You know, it's where the the adjuster may not quite be able to determine if it is actually you know hail damage. So there there are actually engineers out there that that they can do that. It doesn't happen that often. Most of the time, it's it's pretty you know cut and dry, um, but you got to look too. They they look for you know the age of the damage. You know, is it is it from this most recent storm or is it is it older damage? You know, that's why you should always. I know you don't always get up and look at your roof. You don't climb up there or anything else. But it it, it wouldn't hurt maybe every two to three years to to call a roofing company and say you know can you come out and take a look at my roof, you know, and, and they may charge you a fee to do that, but I think in the long run you're going to be better off because you want to know whether well, you have damage or not. Basically, you know, ounce of prevention is what we're talking about. If there's even a doubt about it, you know, call your insurance. Call someone like Joe uh, Harness who has the experience. If you had, say, a home inspection and it, the roof passed, but a week later, God forbid, hail came in, uh, insurance may be coming in down the road, and they're going to be spotting that. That could be a, a real issue, and that's and that's really important for people to to understand. Yeah. Hey, we're running out of time in this segment, but Joe's going to agree to stay on for a little bit longer. So we'll be back with Joe Harness, president of Harness Insurance. Again, forty years of experience. That's something that you want to be looking for when you're looking for any insurance agent experience. We'll talk soon.
Welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold. I am your host, Brian Boat. I'm hoping you're having a fantastic Saturday and a great weekend. I know we are in the real estate business because the market is just exploding. And we haven't officially, quote, unquote, hit spring. If you're even thinking about selling your house, this is the time. You may have waited for years. I get it. But now is the time. Contact your agent. They should have contacted you already. If not, contact us. Contact us directly. Heck, call myself, 618-210-2451. Let's, let's get this house on the market and get you top dollar. I've been talking today with Joe Harness, president of Harness Insurance Company. 40 years of experience. You just can't match that. And that's just not kind of, that's not just Joe. There's other people on his team that have that years of experience and knowledge that you need to that, that people need to to know when they're when you're insuring your biggest asset and that's really important. And Joe kind of to follow up, we were we, we were talking during the break. There's some other things that you wanted to bring up also about insurance and, and that is confusing and we hear that sometimes when buyers which when I say buyers, 90, 95% of sellers are going to become buyers. So it's kind of the same difference when they get their insurance and they get, uh, what market value is and replacement value is. And those are two different animals, right? Yeah. Um, absolutely. And, and we have that discussion pretty much daily, um, with people because they, they don't understand. And, and we even get calls from clients that we currently write and they say, well, you know, my my house isn't worth this. Well, people have to realize that insurance is based on the reconstruction cost of their home, not the market value that they buy it for or that they can sell it for. Because at the time of loss, you're going to expect the company to replace that damaged portion of the house or replace the entire house if it's that bad of a loss. So they can't base it on the market value because they're not going to be able to build it back for what the market value is. And the other thing is you have to realize that it's not only reconstruction of a house, but it also includes deconstruction because they have to go in and tear out all that damaged portion of the house, you know, the roof that's damaged or the room, the kitchen that caught on fire. All that has to be demolished and removed and hauled away and everything. And that's added expense on top of what it's going to cost to go back in and put it all back new. So there's there's quite a bit of difference uh, between market value and, and re- replacement cost. So, but it, but in, in the long run, of course, uh, that's that's the direction you have to go because you know, insurance is look, it's something that you know, sometimes we we never want to use. But we want to have it available, and if you if you have a house and it's underinsured, I'm sure that that is just well, that's just you know that that shakes people to the core. So, so even if you're a little bit, and we're not talking about a king's ransom, but if you're just a little bit on the higher side, I would imagine that's a pretty good thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I mean, we we try to nail it down as close as we can. You know, we we've got replacement cost worksheets that we go by and it's based on you know the square footage how many stories whether there's a basement whether it's finished how many bathrooms are in the house you know what the size of the garage is is it a one car two car three car garage 
Uh, is there an attached deck on the back? Are there any open porches? Uh, any specialty? You know, you get into to higher end homes and you and you look at specialty rooms like wine cellars and those type of things. Those are all factors that go into figuring that reconstruction cost, and, and I th- usually we're pretty much on par with where it needs to be, um, and, we, and we try to keep it there. We don't intentionally try to over-insure properties, obviously, but um, we, you know, we look at the records from the county and, and figure the square footage, and you know, the age of the house has a factor in it too, uh, whether it's brick or frame construction. Um, you know, we look at the older bungalows, you know, in different places that are that are solid masonry, you know, that are built back in the 40s and stuff. Those are kind of a different animal because those reconstruction costs can be enormous compared to what the market value is um, because of the fact that they're solid masonry. So what is the best way for people to contact you? Or maybe you have a few different ways. A very easy phone number is uh, area code 618-233-5555. That's 233-5555. And our website is www.harnessedinsurance.com. Harnessedinsurance.com. We've got time is up. You've been listening to Ready, Set, Soul with Brian Vogt. We'll be back after a short few minutes. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold. I am your host, Brian Vogt. And before we get into more information, some great information that I'm going to be relaying shortly, I want to reach out and let people know that I had a listener talk to me just the other week, and they were talking about that they missed the show with some information that they wanted to catch, but they, they missed the show and didn't get to hear it. Here's the great news. All of our shows are on podcasts. You can go to Google Play. You can go to iTunes. You can look up Ready, Set, Sold. They're all individually marked. So if there's a specific topic that you wanted to, uh, to, to listen to, you can listen to that topic, or you can perfectly listen to the whole show, whatever you want to do. But our, but our goal is, is that we really want to get information out to people that's one of the, the the things that we want to do with the radio program, with the book, Race That Sold, 12 Proven Steps to Get Your House Sold. So this is just another way of being able to find the information that you need, that you want, to be able to make the decisions to get your house sold for top power and fast sale. So I think that's important to know. Sometimes I was talking to somebody the other day, they missed the program. They may have got half of it, didn't catch the whole thing. So, again, this is a great way, a great vehicle that you can get that information readily available. Also, YouTube. We're on YouTube. We're practically everywhere with the radio program. Again, we feel it's important to get this information out so that it can truly help sellers sell their biggest asset that most sellers will ever sell, and that is their house. Understanding there's a lot of things riding on this, and information is what, 
in essence, what realtors give, but not just information, proven information that can get your house sold for top dollar in a fast sale. With that in mind, the book, a lot of people have already gotten the book from the radio program. I appreciate that so much. That's fantastic. But again, if you are just thinking, even maybe not this year, and I would strongly encourage you to really talk to an agent uh, for this spring market. But even if it is down the road, get the book now. Again, it's it's 12 proven steps that you can, quite frankly, uh, kind of walk through the process. It's very easy to read. I've gotten that from not just only uh, friends, but from sellers that have read it. It's a very easy read, but it's packed full of information that can potentially save you from losing dollars, and that is simply doing doing updates that you really didn't need to do or making sure that you have the updates that you need to make sure that the process is going to go smooth and that you are going to get top dollar and a fast sale, and that's, that's ultimately what we're looking for. Some more good news with the market, again, there is literally a housing shortage in the Metro East. I don't think I've been able to say that for a very, very long time. And I, when I say housing shortage, I'm talking about from across the board, from Edwardsville, Alton, all the way down to Columbia and Waterloo, out to in Clinton County. I mean, this is this is something that is, if you are a seller, you should be aware of. This is this is exactly what you're looking for. This is the time to pull the trigger. We're just seeing numbers after numbers of from last year to year to date, there just isn't enough houses on the market. And we're talking some dramatic percentages. In some places we've seen ten, twenty, thirty percent less houses on the market. Think about that. Real estate, as I think most sellers, most people know, is a supply and demand market. That's how this market is driven. And just to give a simple example, I've given this before, but I think it's important to to repeat. If you have 10 houses for sale and you have 100 buyers or 50 buyers or whatever that is, whatever the ratio is larger then you have a seller's market. You have a market to where the sellers that command what they're asking for and getting a fast sale. Of course, for the last, I don't know how many years, we've seemed to struggle in parts of the Metro East at least, and that is it's been the exact opposite, that you've had much more houses. So again, using a simple analogy of 100 houses, and now you have 10 buyers. Well, the cost, everything else is going to be dramatically shifted in the favor of the buyers. That shift now has changed to the sellers, and we want to make sure we're getting that news out to the sellers. It's so, so important. Again, success story after success story of people putting their houses on the market, uh, know of a house that went on the market in one week's time, they had three offers on that house those things just haven't been happening for a very long time. And so now the seller's in a position of of not negotiating, but just picking which one they want. And ultimately, that's what sellers want to have. They want to have that ability to to be able to pick, and that's a, that's a great thing to be into. It doesn't mean that every house, of course, is going to be in that situation. 
there's always going to be some exceptions. It doesn't mean that everyone's going to get three or four or even multiple offers. I'm not saying that. But again, we are seeing these things more often than we ever used to in the last, I can't remember the last time that we've had this type of a market. So that's the point I want to make. And yes, there are still some even fewer exceptions, but there are places where, for whatever reason, the market hasn't taken off for that particular area. It doesn't mean you can't sell your house, but again, they are small segments. They're not very large usually, but there are segments. But that is the exception, not the rule. So with that said, always offering the book. Go to readysetsold.org, that.com. It's absolutely free. I think maybe you forget that, but just so you know, it is absolutely free. No strings attached whatsoever. Go to readysetsold.org, not.com, and pick up the book today. Uh, as you order it, call us, call a realtor, whatever, but start the process moving. Get your house ready for the spring market. And remember, we talked last week about the military. The military orders are coming in, and in March, everyone will have their orders. They'll know for a fact where they're going. So this is a huge time to be having your house positioned on the market already. I'll be back in a few with the tip of the week. Welcome back to Ready, Set, Sold. I am your host, Brian Bode. Thanks so much for joining us this week. Do really appreciate it. Again, kind of recapping what we talked about, we talked with Joe Harness, president of Harness Insurance, a person who has 40 years of experience, that's not counting his staff and his team behind him, that quite frankly knows their stuff. They really do. They know, they know the insurance inside and out business, and they can be great asset to contact. We talked about really the spring and sometimes the flooding that may occur and what you can do by making sure you have that coverage. If your house is going on the market or not going on the market, but if it's going on the market, the last thing you want to have is a flood, and it doesn't happen often, but a sewer backup or something along those lines. If it does, you want to make sure you have that coverage, that if Something goes amiss that you have the monies while the house is on the market versus having to try and pay for it while you're trying to sell the house. That's not usually a good combination. The other thing is, is the second segment we talked about roofs and the importance of roofs. If basically, if it gets hail, call your insurance company. Call someone. Don't wait. It doesn't have to leak to have damage to it. So you want to get that taken care of. And especially if you're selling your house now. I mean, that becomes even more imperative if something goes wrong. Also talked about the idea of storms coming in, winds blowing. It doesn't have to be a tornado. But there are things out there, trampolines and that, that can cause some havoc. Maybe not only, maybe not your house, maybe you don't have them, but your next-door neighbor does. So that's important, too. And the last thing we talked about, Joe, was this, the idea of replacement value and the importance of understanding replacement value isn't market value and making sure you're talking with a trusted professional in insurance and getting the coverage that you need. With that said, we also talked about the spring market, and I'm probably going to continue on to the spring market 
for the next few weeks because it is just so, so important. I cannot stress to you enough. If your house has not been on the market, or maybe you pulled it off the market, I should say, uh, even last two months, three months, it's time to consider getting it back on the market, talking to a professional. The tip of the week is that even with this hot market, you still want to do the things that you need to do to get the updates because that's just going to even propel your house even to new levels. And so top dollars can be, you know, quite frankly, when you start talking these full-price offers, these are houses that have really done a little bit, sometimes a little bit more, of updates, done the right things. They've, they've either used the book or they've gotten information from their agent. Either way, but they've had some great success. So even in a hot market, that does not mean, and this is the tip that I really want to stress, it doesn't mean that, well, anything goes. It doesn't mean that your house won't sell if you don't have these things because of the market. However, you're probably not going to have the speed, and I can pretty well guarantee you, you're not going to get the prices you could have if you had done the updates, if you had done the simple things uh, as far as staging. All of this is in the book. Make sure you pick up the book. So again, don't don't forget that if you are looking to sell your house, get the book. Still stay with the formula. It works in any market. In this market, it works even better when you have a hot one. I'm your host, Brian Vogt. Thanks so much for joining us this week. We'll be back next week. Melissa Ray said so. Have a great one.